Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Last week, we ended on talking about uh, the things in our spiritual life that might keep us from reaching full potential in Christ. So the first thing that we talked about was fear. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to add about fear, Lindsay, on that one? I think we... You know, I think we all do have fear. And I think what um, we talked about last week was just stating that um, if we do have fear, we need to call it out, um, knowing Mm -hmm. that um, God is the one that um, is over us. And um, are we believing in his promises? Because exactly. that's really what it comes down to. Um, we shouldn't have fear. Um, he, he's got us. Mm-hmm. He always has and he always will. That's right. And so the second thing uh, that I was thinking about when we were thinking about the things that keep us from it, and this is not an exhaustive list, and you may have other things that come to your mind out there, and that's great. And But this might just help us get to a, a, a thought process of what might be keeping me from taking the steps that God wants me to take. So the second thing would be not taking the steps to be prepared. So we talked a lot about preparation in podcasts before, and if you've missed those, I hope you'll go back and pick those up about the things that we need to, the basic mechanics, as I call them, of Christian life, the things that we do to prepare for what comes next. And then um, this next one, I think we can all (laughs) relate to, and that's that we want it right now. Mm-hmm. We want things right now. We live in this instant coffee right. kind of world where, <laughs> you know, an instant coffee is not as good as the real thing. No, it's so, not. Okay. It's, that's right. <laughs> if you're not a coffee drinker, maybe instant tea. I don't know. But things that are instant are not usually as flavorable. Mm-hmm. They're not usually as good to us. They don't satisfy us as much. Um, so we think about that and we think we want everything right now, but there are great things that God have for us that we need to be willing to wait to get. Um, and I think one of the, the dangers of this is that we move ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Maybe, um, and we'll talk a little bit about relationships, but maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe, you know, deep down, this is not the relationship for you, but you're in it. And you stay there just because, well, I'm just used to being here now or, or other things. Um, it doesn't have to be that it can be a job. It can be, um, if you're an athlete, it can be a a certain thing in a sport or anything. It can apply to any area of your life. And I think the fourth thing would be distractions and all those things I just mentioned can also distract us from it. So we want or see, or see things that we think we want or, and they, we think that they're more glamorous than they really are. It's kind of like, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. You've heard that. The grass is only it's greener not. where you water it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you spend your time on that lawn, it's going to be greener. But so maybe we haven't put as much time into what we needed to while we're here in this one place to go to the next one. But if we're following God's path, then he leads us in his timing to where we need to be in whatever area it is. Mm -hmm. And so there is a, there is a starting place and there is a finishing place, but in the middle of that, there is the journey that God has planned for us that we, we live in that. Um, 
ultimately our obviously our finish line is to go to heaven to be with him as his follower but there's a lot that that we need to do on earth that magnifies him and glorifies him in our own life and the fifth thing would be relationships um we want to have relationship maybe we see someone and and we think, oh, I wish it could be like them, or I wish I had a relationship like that husband and wife have, or I wish I had a boyfriend like that or a girlfriend like this. And I want to, and and we just think about all these things, and we sometimes um, want an ex- instant connection with people, but we don't have the experience to really know them yet. And I think uh, we look at that in we perceive that things are a certain way, but perception is not a truth really. So maybe um, you're looking for a spouse, but you aren't in the right relationship now for that spouse to come. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we are in a relationship and the, the guy that our girl, that guy that God may have for you is kind of in, in the wings waiting, but you're in this relationship that is not the one that he has for you. And so that's something that you really need to pray about too and think about and, and see what it is. If, if this person is following the same disciplines and the core values that you have are not, because that's really important. There's a lot of differences that the differences aren't the problem. It's the core things that you believe in, in how you live your life. That, that is the most important thing. Yeah. And I think those are all great examples of why, right? That we don't do um, certain things or why we um, don't, it keeps what keeps us from what God has planned for us. And I have just um, a quick example um, that helps, um, I guess, really kind of seek out what God does have for us. Um, it, you know, he, he helps us um, when he breaks down something or that we feel as though is um, what we think is just horrible things that might happen to us to open up another door that mm-hmm. is, again, maybe a, a beautiful flower or next season in our life. So there's so many instances in which um, I think um, he takes um, some things away from us um, just for him to be able to rely on him. Um, and then he's able to show us by us being obedient to him and walking through his path that can be able to share even more so with others and um, even for his glory. So I've got a story here. I would love to just tell you just for a minute. Um, you've got a little bit of insight into learning about uh, me and um, where I've come from. Um, but I, I born and raised in Houston, Texas. And um, how did I get to Florida? <laughs> Crazy story. So about six years ago, I lost my perfect job. And um, Hannah was about three year, three and a half years old. Um, we literally had just bought a house, Pam, like mm. less than a year. Like, so you're, you're already in so much debt. You don't have any money saved up. Todd had just retired from um being a police officer. So he'd been retired maybe for about two years or so. So, so think about that. No Mm. money, (laughs) no money. (laughs) And I thought I had this wonderful job, but, um, it comes out that, you know, Hey, it's taken away from you. Those time, those types of what we call perfect jobs or perfect things, um, sometimes. And I was so worried, um, on how to even make this work. Um, in one evening, I was sitting there and I was putting a spreadsheet together to see what money was going where and how much money we were going to have for groceries and and all that. And um, and then Todd and I just kept on praying, Lord, 
break us, mm. <laughs> break us down and, um, and do whatever we need to, to help us learn from this, um, this process and, and, and take this from us because we want to learn fast. We do not want to be here long. <laughs> yeah. I love that you want to learn fast because God teaches what we need to know, but teaches, you know, quickly so we can move on. And it's do one of those things like you pray for patience and then all yeah. of a sudden you have those examples of where you don't God want gives to. You lots of examples of how you can be patient. <laughs> exactly. I sure didn't want to pray that prayer, but we kept on praying it. And it, and, you know, through that process, I think it's really important. Um, he took us down, right? I mean, he, mm -hmm. he took us down to where we didn't have, um, any financial, um, things left, but I just remember one night shortly afterwards, um, I, I was just praying. I was like, Lord, I have nothing left. You know, I, I can't, I cannot keep on taking control of my life. I can't keep on thinking about where this money is going to go to the next day to the next day. And, um, I sure can't control um, every single moment of this life, mm. because you sure did take it away like so fast. <laughs> Isn't it funny what control we think we have? Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, it, it felt, um, I guess it felt like a little bit of peaceful, but a little unsettling at the same time, if mm -hmm. I can even um, explain it that way. And, um, you know, it, it took me a while, but then I think I just kept on going one minute at a time, one day at a time after that. And, um, it, it wasn't even maybe a week that, you know, goes by when I'm looking back after all the pain and, and feeling that, I, gosh, what is going to happen next, that I receive a call from, um, a gentleman that was my mentor that got me into marketing when I first got out of college. Mm -hmm. And I had kept in contact with him over the years. And, um, I had recently just reached out to him about being um, a reference for my job search. And he called me, get this, Pam. He called me and says, I got this job for you oh, wow. and you just have to move to Florida. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I hear, I, I hear the job. From that's one awesome. hot place to another. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. But, you know, coming from my background of just like, you know, my, my brother had passed um, about, mm. you know, five, seven years probably, or no, maybe not even less than that. Um, I was just not ready to move. Like that right. was not even in the, the cards. Mm -hmm. There was no way in, in which how that I was even thinking that I'd be moving and, and thinking about um, a job out of state. But um, I think I, I honestly knew right where I was when I said, God, I'm out of control is when I, I started putting everything on the table, meaning, God, you, you are going to put whatever on the table that you have for me. And it doesn't have to be in my terms and right. what my life supposedly is going to be looking like. So, you know, when that happened, it was pretty quickly that all of a sudden I was in the moment of time in which I had an opportunity to have um, a job and, and not only this job, but it was like seeking him. It was seeking him and saying, God, you just open up this door and I'm at, at peace with this next step. And, and. Um, I, I feel like you're going to be planting these next seeds for me. And I might not know what that looks like um, moving forward. And I sure don't think that I really want to move to Florida. Not at this point in time did I even think that that would even look pretty in my mind. But um, lo and behold, I'll take a step because I could go on for years about this story. <laughs> but we, we sold our house and get this, we sold our house after I took this job. And it wasn't even on the market. Like I, I, I literally sold my house on the next door app. Sounds mm -hmm. crazy. It's unheard of. It's God. 
it's, it's what happens when you take a step of faith and sometimes he just shows up and it's like, that's not, you can't even make that up. Yeah. You cannot. And, um, we found a church and, um, that became our church family. And then, you know, we kept on putting the right steps in place, the right focuses in mind, meaning the principles that you want to lay out, making sure you're finding a church home when you are looking, um, at moving and, and finding that place in which you're going to be settled on and serving. And so at that point point in time, when we found our church home, we found a house literally five minutes away and, and it was just God sent that, um, we could be able to, to know that he was putting all these, these cards into play one right after the other and showing up and mm -hmm. showing up for us and showing this is yes, Lindsay. This is the right steps moving forward. And it would have never been something I'd ever dreamed of, Pam, ever. Right. <laughs> but he did that and I took those next steps. And um, it's just such a beautiful place um, to be. So, so even a scary place takes us to a better place. That's so. Correct. So things are not always easy from one step to the next, are they? Um, there are oh. often difficult things, but that's when we grow. It's kind of like... Um, being on the trail on a bicycle on 10 speed bike. Remember yes. when 10 speed bikes came out? There was a yes. big thing. Whatever happened to those? I don't, they still have them, but now they're <laughs> like they? thousands of dollars <laughs> worth of bikes that are so much different than those. But you remember if you left it in first gear and you pedaled yes. as hard as you could, but your feet just went around, 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 and your bike didn't go anywhere. But when you put it in third, fourth gear, it was harder to pedal, mm -hmm. but you got distance. And you went someplace. And so that's just a, an example of the, you know, the harder sometimes things are, the the more the reward at the end, as long as we are staying true to him. But sometimes in our lives, we have to tap out. Don't we? Mm -hmm. we have to tap ourselves out and allow God to take it, tap him in. And um, so one example of us um, that I can give on this is um, when we we're about to go to seminary. So let me back up just a little bit, but this was a, this was a pretty life changing event in our life. We had just gotten married shortly. Um, and had, he was in a church for a year, um, after we were married, but he had been the pastor of that church prior to that. So I married my pastor. <laughs> you only do it one time. He was single at the time. <laughs> so, um, we felt that, um, at that point in time, God was leading him to go to seminary and leading us to go to seminary. So he had been doing some online classes for a while. And um, then he would have to go on campus for a week at a time or something like that to finish up a class. But we decided to actually go because um, it would take forever to finish online that mm -hmm. way. And we felt like God was moving us toward other things. So even though it was really hard to leave that church at that time, and we had just bought a small little house um, after we had married and it was basically just a little box, but it was our home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we were like, but God, we just got this, this is our first home together. It's our first house and, and we love it here and our families are here and all the reasons that we could have stayed. But then we began to think about what was it that God had in, in store for us. And so it was something that it, um, even though it was a difficult decision, it wasn't once we made that decision, we, there was no looking back. Mm -hmm. So we decided we were going to go. Um, 
so we went, um, look, we were thinking about praying about what should we do because we have this little house now and it, it may or may not be easy to sell, but there was a, a lady in our church that, um, I was very close to, and she had a very difficult home situation. Mm -hmm. So Dwayne and I started praying and thinking about, okay, before we even, and we, the same kind of thing, didn't really put our house on the market at all. We just, mm -hmm. con I contacted her and I said, is this something that you feel like would be feasible for you? And, and you really can't tell anyone else because we haven't made any kind of announcement, but we're just thinking ahead and knowing that God has prepared a place for hopefully you to have this home. So we really want you to have this home and we are really need to go to, to seminary. So um, it, it kind of all a massive amount of things started happening really quickly. Um, things that we were prepared for things that we weren't prepared for because it nothing was easy. I mean, yeah. when you're moving from one place to another, you're leaving a church and going somewhere else to seminary where he was, he loves pastoring and preaching mm -hmm. the word. And that would be something that he would not be able to do during this time. Um, because in seminary, you don't, you're concentrating strictly on what, what you're there for. And so we began to try to make preparation, preparation for the fact that maybe she could purchase this home. There was no way without God that this lady could have gotten a loan. Mm. And there's no way that we could go to seminary without selling this house. Wow. So we got down to the very last day that we could leave and get to where we needed to be in order for him to start classes and the time that he needed to start classes. We had found a, a, a house there that we could rent. Um, and so we were just kind of waiting to see what was going to happen. And we knew we had to leave the next morning. This was like the day that the thing had to come down to. So we were just praying about it, but we did not sit in our house and just look at all of our stuff and think, oh, well, I guess there's no need to prepare for this or to pack. We had packed up everything that we owned. We had loaded the truck mm -hmm. and we were planning to leave the next morning at six o'clock. And at five o'clock that afternoon, we got a phone call that the loan was processing and that it was going to go through. Wow. So we had already, we were ready to go. Everything mm -hmm. was packed up. So there was a long process of trying to get everything together. And it was hard. It was hard processes um, because we had to do everything now from Texas. When we moved in, the day that we moved in, it was, the wind chill was 23 below. <laughs> And so, and we moved into a haunted house. <laughs> it was full of mice. It was like gross. And we we're just like, but it was there and it was what we needed at the time. And I can tell you that those times were the best, some of the best times of growth of our, in our life. It was um, just times that God used things that were, that only he can do. And so there were two things that we knew for sure. And one was that she needed a house and two, that we needed to move. Mm. And God did that. And uh, even though everything seemed like it was falling apart, he put it all back together in so much a better way than we could even think. Mm. And so, um, you know, we don't always know where we're going, um, but we know that if God is with us and we've prepared and we are following what we know about him and 
we see that the needs in our lives are being fulfilled that only he can do. So when we act on that, we don't have to be worried about whether we don't have to be fearful. We need to be focused. We need mm-hmm. to be, um, have our mindset on him. And so what we do know and, and what we, we don't know a lot about the future, <laughs> hardly anything, mm-hmm. really nothing about the future. God knows it all. So all I know to do to, f- to be fulfilled in the promises that he has given me is that we choose every day to do what he's asked us to do and follow him. Amen. You know, it's just even the tiny little things that um, we possibly say, Lord, um, you know, what do you have for me? Um, And, you know, sometimes we even squash those little moments in time, don't we, Pam? Um, We do. You know, I think these, what we just spoke about with our, with our stories were pretty, you know, dramatic in a way, as you can imagine, we were going through different life um, encounters, but we do this all the time where God speaks into our lives and has examples um, of little things that we maybe he's prompting us to do and we squash them. And so I just feel as though um, sometimes if we were to say, look, we look back, what would that even look like? And And I think it's important, and I'll end with this for today, because I think this is a good thing to end on Mm -hmm. uh, our time together today, is that we can look back at times that when we failed, and haven't followed the things maybe that God had for us and that we've spent some time maybe in the wrong field, digging Mm. in the dirt. Mm -hmm. Um, And that we don't have to stay there. And I just want to tell you that God redeems things. God redeems our time. God redeems our life. And that's the beauty of what God does for us in his redemptive power. And he has that for you. He has that for me. And he has that for the people who are the ladies who are listening with us today. So I pray that you will um, have this has been helpful for you and that it's encouragement that you be prepared. Wait on God and go when he says to go without hesitation, but do it with great joy. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How does how can my identity be in Christ? and you've never received him, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.